we will not copyright or trademark that. Um, the, we do not have the rights to this at all. Please do not sue us. Thank you. Welcome to These Unprecedented Gays, featuring Joe Grinelli and Paul Smith. Don't forget to like, subscribe, follow, and review wherever you stream your podcasts. Check us out on Instagram at TUGaysPod and email us at TUGaysPod at Yahoo.com. We hope you enjoy. Oh, that's when you have sex. No, consecrate. Are What's you, the consummate? Oh, you consummate a marriage. Yes. Or right. you, or cons, consummate, like, professional? Is that, is that the right way to say it? Are we recording? I don't even know. Yes, recording. we are. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> so let's consecrate. <laughs> We're gonna consecrate your consummate. It's a, it's a consummate professional, and you consummate a marriage. Well, I was not guessing that's you how you spell. You that don't want to consecrate a marriage. You want to cut. Con- Why not? So you want to consummate. If you're religious, you might want to consecrate it too. Oh, okay. Well, that's maybe like the, the priest. I have no idea what any of these. <laughs> and we are not English. I was like English people. English- Actually, English is one of my favorite subjects. Well then, bitch, learn how to consummate and consecrate and, learn- and conjugate. Constipate. Oh yeah, constipate. Yeah, and constipate. Yeah. All right. So, welcome everyone. We're these unprecedented gays. I'm Paul. And I'm Joe, and that is us. We are, we are them. We are we they. Are, they are us, and we are they. And yeah, are they? Are we the? Oh, blah, 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 blah. Are they them? Our pronouns. We are they. Yes, our pronouns are they and them. To you, guys, pod is they. <laughs> they know no gender. So, how was your week, Joe? Oh, there's actually... I, like, actually did a lot this week. Oh, my God. Uh, I know. But it was all, like, in, like, one day. Oh, okay. So, like... <laughs> pack it all in. Oh, she pack it. Okay. <laughs> What's packing with Michelle Visage? <laughs> do you ever watch those? We do. We we haven't watched them in this past season, uh, the one that's on right now. And I wish that they were doing one for... Um, Drag Race UK versus the world. Yeah. I think that would be really good. I never but... I never really like understood it. It's like what you pack in, like what did you take with you? Yeah, so she talks to them about like their time on the show, and then she talks to them about like their lives and stuff, and then they talk about three or four different outfits that they brought. Yeah. Because before COVID, they would sit in the same studio and there would be um they would be on display behind them. Yeah. But like because of COVID they don't They have that now. Same thing. Oh they do it again? Okay. But I always love how like they always showcase the most gorgeous pieces and it's like, why didn't you wear that? Well and depending on if you if they're further into the competition they will talk about a look or two that they've already done Mm -hmm. and then Talk about future ones. But it's also cool because they would do it. Um, some of them were when the right before they announced the winner, they had the finalists on there. So it's like you saw all three and it was like, oh, that's kind of cool. I don't think I've ever seen that one. I, I'll watch it like yeah, if it's on. Like, yeah. I mean, it's, it's on like, YouTube. So it's like, like uh, you know, I'll watch it if it's there. Yeah. And if it seems like it might be a funny, like, yeah, it's, subject. I, it's like what you have in the background while you're on, like on Instagram. Playing I, that's Wars. everything we watch. Mafia like Wars. we'll watch Survivor, and I'm like, and Andy's like, let's watch Survivor, let's watch Survivor, and then we put it on, and then he goes to his word game on his phone, and I'm like, are you not watching Survivor? 
I do. I, Nick does the same thing, and I'm like, uh, he's like, I'm multitasking. <laughs> and then I was like, oh, is that why you like to watch movies multiple times because you don't pay attention and you actually have to watch them multiple times to get the plot? Whereas I watch it once. No, I'm not saying I said it, but I'm I, saying I said. I mean, it. I'm, I'm. I don't say that. <laughs> so wait. What we, oh, so my week was fine. Yeah, how was your um, week? <laughs> so I took Max to the beach. Okay. We, we went to the beach and... Um, how did you? He is... Uh, did he you did let him off the leash? No. <laughs> uh, no, sorry, yeah. I did. But like, he was like, I am never coming back to you. So then we had to chase him. And then I was like, you're staying on leash. Because <laughs> you are not allowed off leash. But he did, uh, he did like doggle, doggle padding. Doggle, doggle padding? Is he on his period? <laughs> it's that time with the. It's that time with the. Is C. he spotting? <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, doggy paddling. Okay, because it's like they're like they can do it without learning, and I was right. like, oh my god, this is so cute. But then I don't think he was wanting to swim, and I was like, just keep swimming, you're adorable. Just keep swimming. But just he drank so he drank a lot of seawater. Oh, I know. That's what happens with Cooper every time he goes to the beach. So that's why we have to take him out right when he gets home because then he'll throw. If not, then he'll throw up on our. So Max carpet. didn't throw up, but apparently, um, <gasps> it left the other end. Oh, and it was just uh, <laughs> traumatizing for me. Because I was like, oh, you're just going to poop on the beach. That's fine. It's sand. It'll be easy. And it was like, the release the Kraken. And I was like... <laughs> Good thing it's on the beach, though. Could you imagine yeah. it was in your well, car or at your house? And Nick was trying to like kick it over. I was like, don't do that. We need people to know that there's shit right here and then not step here. Because I was just like, this is so gross. So that was his beach trip. Okay. Um, <laughs> but it was... I, I, I think he liked the beach. It so was really fun. He, and, and it was his first time, right? Yes. And I know you're nervous like doing... Like some of that stuff with Max and stuff, because you just don't know how it's going to react because yeah, the yeah. dogs are out. I'll tell you, we took our um, uh, our friend Claire used to have this dog named Carl. He was just a giant Rottweiler, and she was always nervous about taking him to the beach. So we said, "Okay, let's go to the beach. We'll go with you." And I had so much fun with that dog, and mm-hmm. he had such a great time. He was digging in the sand and yeah. in the water, and he it just was, Max was like, like galloping through the water. And I was like, "You're like a horse." So a good thing to do is um, there's like these toughy or um, I forget who makes them, but they're um, throwing like toys that you can throw out into the water and they can bring back. Oh. The Cooper has one. Can it's like float? triangle straight, triangle, sh- triangle shaped. I cannot talk dongle, today. Dongle paddle. <laughs> this is going to be a great episode. I, I love it. So, and, um, but he loves it and he doesn't pay attention to any other dogs. He is so focused on that one toy that when we throw mm-hmm. it out in the water, he goes out, grabs it and brings it back. Okay, and that's great. Again. Max is not, I was like, hi, look at me. And he's like, all of these other dogs. And he ran away and I was right. like, oh Lord. So if you give him something to focus on that he loves, that it's probably better for him. Yeah. I also need to like get his recall better. So he needs, I, I've been wanting to take him to like a training thing or whatever to like, when I say like, come here, he's like, okay, yeah, I'm going to come here. So that would be probably like... So, so you want to get him some sub and dom training? Yeah. Come! <laughs> yeah. Skate, skate! <laughs> Wee! Yeah, <that's> exactly. <laughs> gobble, gobble, gobble. <laughs> I about that. It was just so... It seems so long ago, but it right? was. Um, so that was that. And then um, 
it was Valentine's Day, and so, or well, before that, it was uh, Silent Disco night, and so I went to Silent Disco. You love Silent Disco. I love Silent Disco. But I will tell you, so it was like 2000s music, but they don't have, like, they, they don't take requests anymore, and all they do Ew. is, I know, it's homophobic at Uptown Tavern. <laughs> right. The gay bar is homophobic. <laughs> so, like, I'm like, oh, are you taking requests? And he goes, no. And I was like, oh, okay, but, like where's like the good music almost because he was like remixing stuff and it was like i get it like you're remixing like pop music but it was bad it's like okay you don't take requests but can you take suggestions (laughs) like i get it and they only dj one channel there's three channels they only dj one and i was like your lazy ass is only going to dj one of these channels and all you're doing is remixing yeah it's not i mean paul remixes all the time And makes multiple playlists. So I was a little disappointed because I always want like some good like oldies and like some ratchet ass hip hop and then like some pop. Yeah. Because you want to go through the emotions. You want to go from Britney to Little John. Yes. To like Earth, Wind, uh, and Fire. Earth, Wind, and Fire. (laughs) Back to like some Paul Wall or something. Yeah. So, like, that was whatever. Um, but then it was Valentine's Day. Did you watch the Super Bowl, though? Let me ask. No, I did not. I you watched zero hours of the Super Bowl. Same. We didn't watch any of it. But we watched all of the commercials on YouTube, which Andy hates. because he, How did you? Reason, he, he was like, I'm tired of watching commercials. Can we watch something else now? <laughs> how, how many, uh, how long was the video on YouTube? It was, like, seven minutes. That's it? Yeah. Of all the commercials? But there's a couple of them. Oh. And plus like they released, one. plus they released a lot of the, um... Uh, trailers for the new movies so uh, like doctor strange to um madness in the multiverse came out okay <gasps> i am obsessed obsessed that's not what i'm obsessed about this week for mouth to mouth but i'm obsessed with it well i'm glad you talked about marvel because i last night watched the um eternals <gasps> did eternals? you love it i was okay like i didn't know how to like what to expect because i was like angelina jolie like the cast was interesting and I had no idea what the movie was about. And I was like, okay, I'll give it a shot. It started off a little slow. Yes. And then I was like very confused until like probably halfway to three quarters of the way. <laughs> I was like, oh, I get it. And then I was like, I am invested. See, the thing is, you like, I, like the good thing for Andy, the good and the bad thing for Andy is, is I, as I read all these comic books and it's like, so I go into it with all this knowledge and I'm like, oh, my God, that's so and so and that's so and so and then it's like, um, it's it's a really good one, but they tried too hard to be so diverse. But it does a, a good thing about that, and I loved about it was they did have a gay character, but it was like secondary to who he was. Yeah, and that's kind of like rolls into like we're yeah. talking about this week because it plays into stereotypes and everything like yeah. that. And I thought it was so cool. Plus, it was. Uh, a lot of their body shapes and stuff were different than yeah. what you normally get in the um, in the hero movies. Yeah, and of course, like the guys, um, the gay guys, whole thing was it's you didn't realize that he was gay until they the husband showed up. Yeah, and then he is also like the smart one. Yep, he was African American. Yeah, it was like okay, so that's so cool to see because you don't have to be yeah. buff, you don't have to be white, you don't have to be yep. Effeminate and that, so I loved it. And I they didn't focus, you're right, it wasn't focused on it, it was just like, oh, this is just a part of who he is. And I loved it that after the movie, Andy was like, I didn't hate that. <laughs> well, and so, like, okay, like, I saw it twice. And he saw it twice. So, like, so that's very intentional. I was like, okay, I just like was very confused because I was like, I get the whole premise that they're like never gonna die. But then they like throw in the like plot twist, and I was like, oh. 
And then, like, I was like, I know there's going to be, like, an end scene or whatever. So I fast forwarded and I was like, um, Harry Styles? Yeah. Oh, my God. He, oh, yeah. I loved it because he plays Eros. And as you know, they're all named after, like, Gods. Greek mythology and stuff Isn't like that. Isn't that the God of Love? It's Eros is Cupid and it's God of Love. So he plays this character called Star Fox. Oh. And he has, like, a pheromone power or, like, a power to make, uh, People fall in love with him. Oh. And he's actually very, uh, at, during this time frame and the climate that we are, Star Fox is actually kind of, um, his power is not very cool right now because it kind of plays into the whole Me Too and, and everything. But it's like, it's very interesting to see what they're going to do with him because. Oh, there's got to be a second one. And, and the little short guy is named Pip. And he's cool too. And I love him. When it was, <laughs> uh, oh my God. And then there's, there's a guy from, um, who was in uh, what with Game of Thrones? Kid Harrington, yeah. Kid Harrington. He I plays like, Black Knight. But he, okay, I knew he was gonna. He's like, oh, I have to talk about my family history, and I was like, okay, buddy. But he has the ebony sword, I and that's no what he that's what he opened in one of the end credits in the box. Oh, I didn't see him open up the box. Oh, oh, maybe are there multiple endings? There's two. What? Yeah. There's Wait, two. there's an ending after the ending. There's the ending, and then there's a cutscene. Um, halfway through the credits, and then there's one at the end of the credits. Okay. So well, you only watched the Star Fox one. Right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I thought, I didn't know you had to pay attention for like... The, oh, yeah, girl. Oh, Lord. <laughs> the, uh. So anyway. So I watched that. Okay. Um, that was a journey. And then... Uh, <laughs> what? That was a journey. <laughs> <laughs> we take you on, on This a whole podcast is a journey, people. Yeah. Life like, is a journey, not a destination. Wrap in, not strap on, and just enjoy the ride. That's but, a good segue into the but, next thing that I was going to talk about, which is Nick got me a bidet. Oh, gobble gobble, bitch. Yeah. So, um, he was like, oh, I got you like a bidet. And I was like, okay. Have you um, used it? I have. So I set it up, and I didn't know that, like, when you turn it on, it, like, there's, like, a clean thing where it, like, doesn't squirt it out, but, like, I turned the nozzle too high and it shut the wall. <laughs> so you missed your butthole completely when no, you're No, I wasn't on the toilet yet. Okay. I was like, oh, let me just see, like, this little, like, rinsing feature of, like, it, like, can clean the toilet bowl or whatever. It's, like, old faithful up in your bathroom. <laughs> I, it was a crystal geyser for sure. So, like... I was like, oh, okay. And then I'm like, let me just like try it and I'll see what it is. And it was like very powerful because it's like I had it on the lowest setting, like the like least powerful. And I was like, holy crap. So, uh, water, they, pick, they, water pick for your ass. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, it, was, it was not. You will a not have any plaque buildup in your ass. No, it was like a super soaker. <laughs> you're like, you're like bracing yourself and then you're like, oh. Okay, this is a... No. I, I'm used to it now. No. <laughs> and it's freezing cold water. And don't I was they have like, like a, a hot water... Well, they do, but I, don't, I can't like hook into my sink line because I don't have access to that water. Oh. And I didn't want to pay $600 for the heated toilet seat with the air dryer, but I might. <gasps> with the air dryer? It has... So it's got like... Is there a, like a disco lights on it too? Maybe. I would love it if there were. For $600, it better. It better play music <laughs> and it better wipe, but it has like um, heated seat, heated water... And then it has a little fan, like an air dryer. hashtag treat yourself. I mean, for $600, yes. in our money episode, we've realized I've been treating myself a lot. <laughs> I need to stop treating myself. Does it have, like, remote control or anything? Can you, like... the, yeah, the tushy one does. Oh. So, But, yeah, so the bidet is... I'm getting used to it. Okay. Um, and, uh, 
Yeah. So that was like, yeah, that was my week. There was a lot of things. Oh, so, very cool. Yeah, What'd you, you guys know. do for Valentine's Day? Um, we went to get pizza at East, uh, well, what is it called? Mississippi Mike's or whatever? I call it Michigan Mike's. Massachusetts Mike's. I call it Magic Mike's. That one, yeah. And yeah, really love One of those M states. (laughs) Michigan. Missouri. Massachusetts. Maine. 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 I didn't even know that. Maryland. (laughs) Maryland. Montana. Look, we're geography majors now. (laughs) Not me. Mexico City. (laughs) Malaysia, <laughs> okay, Florida, <laughs> Malord, Pennsylvania. <laughs> Malorda sounds off. like a like uh like a like I know her. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, that was my week. How are you? Uh, mine was good. We, you know, of course it was Valentine's Day. So we, I don't like doing Valentine's Day. I'm sure I talked about this before. I don't like going to restaurants because. Oh yeah, it's super it's, packed. It's, uh, it's super packed overpriced. and it's overpriced. It's just a scam. It's big restaurant trying to get your money and creating, you know, <laughs> how they say like big, okay. Wait, uh, <laughs> like big pharma? Like big pharma is just trying to get your money. They are. So. They have. They, don't get me started. I work for them. I know. Um, so we ended up making uh, steaks here, and Ooh. I made a Bernay sauce. Ooh, what's and, I know Bernay. Yeah, okay. okay. <laughs> um, actually, do you know what a Bernay sauce is? No. So it's a holiday <laughs> sauce. Oh, what? But, yeah, hollandaise, but with tarragon. Oh. So and shallots. It's in shallots, and so it's a it's an herby an herb esque. Hollandaise, oh. so it's delicious. I'll so, say. if you have Hollandaise with what was it, tarragon? Yes, on and your eggs Benedict. Is it a, a an, an eggs Benedict? Anymore? It's still eggs Benedict, but with Bernays. Huh. But they usually use it for steaks and stuff. So, I, I love it on my mashed potatoes. I think it's delicious because oh. it's just basically butter. Okay. That's all it is, really. So, Bernays. Bernays yeah. the house down. Um, so yeah. So, and then mashed potatoes and stuff. So we had a dinner at home, and then. Um, uh, this week has been kind of quiet. Like we wa- we didn't watch Super Bowl, but <gasps> have you watched any like Academy Award nominated movies yet? Is the Oscars soon? Yes, the Oscars is soon. When? Like in March. Okay. But I've we seen watched none of the movies. This amazing movie. Everybody go watch this movie on Apple TV if you have it. Um, it is called Coda, and it mm-hmm. stands for Child of Deaf Adults, and it is. Amazing! It is from so Apple TV. Good. It's on Apple. Those yeah, are Apple TV original. Yeah, Those are, are they like they're a part of? Oh like yeah, the yeah. Because now? now it's like Netflix, Amazon, Apple TV, Hulu. All of them are in the game now. They all got skin in the game, girl. I guess it's a movie. It doesn't have to be released in theaters. That's correct. Yes. So, um, it's really good though. So everybody should watch it. Yeah, I tried watching Euphoria this this season. Ugh. My God, Euphoria is like draining. It's even worse than like The Handmaid's Tale. So you weren't happy. You weren't like I wasn't euphoric, euphoric about it. <laughs> no joy. There is like no. There is exactly. There's no joy in the show. It's dark, right? Yeah, and yeah. I know that they're trying to like set it up in a way, but I'm just like I can't. I need at least a little bit of redeeming joy during the episode because I'm like I can only watch because. Um, the Great Pottery Throwdown and the Great British Baking Show and all those shows are only going to get me so far. The Doghouse UK is only going to get me so far. <laughs> but I love that show. So anyway, anyway, if ever in doubt, just watch Golden Girls. Yeah. Okay. Oh, well, there you go. Yeah. But Andy doesn't really like Golden Girls. So we watch like Third Rock from the Sun. Oh, that's fine. Yeah, yeah, that's a good one. Ooh. That one's actually held up really well. I don't mm-hmm. think I've like seen it from like start to finish, but like I remember when it was on TV. Yeah, so and you that's were when watching I watch it, it 
now, like from start to finish. Because that's the one. Oh God, who's the guy? John Lithgow. John Lithgow. Yeah, not, um, and the girl, and French Stewart, Kristen I'm Stewart. Just thinking, I know that's so distressing. Joseph Gordon Levitt. Jo- Joseph Gordon Levitt. He's the yeah. kid, right? He's the kid. Yes. Okay. So a lot of people on it. So really great. Yeah, the girl. Yeah. Kristen Johnson. Oh, Kristen Johnson. I'm yeah, sorry, yeah, not Kristen yeah, yeah, Stewart. Yeah. I got her mixed up. Sorry. <clears throat> <laughs> But really good. So anyway, um, so that was a week. Not a lot happening, but you know. Um, so that means we can segue into our segment. Ooh, segue that we're obsessed with. Have you ever been on a segue? Oh my god, yes, <laughs> I have been on a segue. Okay, have you? No, no. I always think I would fall. It is all about balance. Like I was only on it for like a second because we got them at Target. <laughs> Because they had it for like the security guards to roam the parking lot, so I'm like, when we got it in, I'm like, oh my god, I have to try it. Did you fall? And I almost fell on my ass. See, the, <laughs> I think the what are the like hoverboards or whatever are like the new segways. Oh, I can't. Okay, so we're ro- tell we're, me, we're, give it. We're watching. We're watching. Okay. Also, I'm going to tell you a little story. (laughs) So I was at work the other day on Valentine's Day, and we're all talking about working to do. And for some reason, I don't know how we got on the subject, but Cop Rock came on. And I don't know if people remember this show. Mm -hmm. It was by Stephen Bosco. And uh, it it was a musical about cops. <laughs> okay. And, Rightfully titled. Right. And so, but I was trying to talk about it and I kept saying cock rock. <laughs> and I was saying it at the desk. Thank God there weren't any patients around. Hey, it's fine. I know. Anyway, <laughs> what was I talking about? <laughs> what gives you life? You were oh, talking about a segue. Oh, we were talking about a segue. And then, oh, the hoverboard. Okay. So we're watching Project Runaway <laughs> this season. And in the finale, we haven't actually finished the episode yet, but one of the girls wants to use a hoverboard on the runway for one of her dresses. And we're like, this does not look like it's going to go well, you know? And I didn't realize that those were the hoverboards where it was like the two feet and then the wheels on the sides. I'm like, how is that different than the one where it's one wheel? Uh, I, I think this hover wheel. Oh, okay. I don't know. I don't know. They're all very, very dangerous for I, me who doesn't have balance. I thought I was going to die on a pair of Heelys. So, you know. <laughs> I, I always wanted Heelys. Did you? When I was a kid. You can still wear them, girl. Get some adult size. They make them still? I'm sure they probably do. You can probably find them on eBay. Oh, that's true. I have an eBay account. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> So anyway, we're going to get into what's giving us life, what we love, what we're obsessed with. It's time for Mouth to Mouth. Mouth to Mouth. Resuscitation. Ah. All right, Jess, what's giving you life? What are you obsessed with? What can't you live without? I have three. I know. I I wrote it down. You've been busy and you have a bunch of stuff you're obsessed with. Let's go. But it's not a lot of writing. It's bullet points because I like to keep it concise. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) You don't like to expand on your thoughts, but you want them there. (laughs) Bullet points. Exactly. Okay. So first I got new headphones. Um, They're like Jabra headphones. And so. Oh, yeah. It's not the headphones I'm obsessed with, but I'm obsessed with the Best Buy headphone warranty policy because basically what you can do is if you ever have an issue, you just go and you say like, hey, these are not working or whatever, and they swap them out for the new version. Oh. And it's like 60 bucks. 
Oh, that's not, how long does it last for? Uh, two years. Okay. And I just, I don't know if I have bad headphone luck, probably, but it just so happens like every year it's like, oh, my headphones start crapping out. Mm. So I should probably like pop them in for like a new, a new yeah. model. Yeah. So I got new headphones for $70. There you go. Um, so yeah, the Best Buy, whatever that was called. And then Golden Girls, because <laughs> so like... <laughs> I'll like kind Full of, circle. I'll, I'll, I'll have it on the background while I'm working, and then I'm like, oh, this is more fun. And like, I sometimes will watch it, but like, it's just so good. But he's still working, people. I swear, he's still yeah, working. Yeah, I'm, really, I'm able to multitask very well, and I delegate accordingly to my team. Corporate America. So, Golden Girls. Okay. And then um, the last one is the Bath and Body Works. Uh, what are they called? Wallflowers? Oh, the plugins? Yes. Okay. So they're strong. Like, they are very, very... Like open. your bidet strong? Uh, yeah. Well, in the, <laughs> I have one in the bathroom with a strong bidet, so it's a very strong bathroom. <laughs> a very strong bathroom. Your bathroom is very aggressive. <laughs> it is. It really is. Even my shower pressure. Oh, my God. Maybe that's why it's not a relaxing environment. Maybe. <laughs> so those are my three. What about you? Okay. So I have two things that I'm obsessed with this week. So first one is on Instagram. Ooh. I found this account. It's called Liam Draws Queens. And it's a cartoonist who does um, drag race kind of like cartoons based on what happened that week and stuff like that. <laughs> really good. Really funny. I love the guy. Except... You know, this last one that he did today was not very funny because it was all about Jimbo because some people are just so upset that Jimbo got kicked off, got eliminated. And I'm just Spoiler. like, we are. Oh, and it's coming out too. We haven't seen it yet. It's not really important to you. <laughs> I'm just saying. <laughs> but. And it's funny because we were like, I was like, oh my God, Pangina is going to get so much hate now. I'm like, she has sent both Canadian queens home. (laughs) (laughs) Whatever. And um, so, but go check them out. Liam draws queens on Instagram. It's really good. And the other thing I'm obsessed with right now is uh, the girls at work bought like this snack box from Staples or Costco or something like that. So it's got like 50,000 snacks in it and stuff. That's a lot of snacks. But they have the Andy Cap cheddar fried chips. What? <laughs> Andy Cap is this like um cartoon from back in the day. I don't know if he's still around or not. Um A N A N D Y C A P P. And um <laughs> you said PP. <laughs> PP. And uh but it was like I can't remember he is like an alcoholic or drunk or something like that. And uh I can't remember exactly what nationality Andy Cap was supposed to be, but the fried chips are so good. They're like a salt bomb, but it's really good. Fried oh, it's a British chips? comic, so he's supposed fried to be British. Chips? What's a fried chip? It looks like a fry, but it's a chip. I've never had that. Yeah. Potato stick. Yeah, it's like a little oh. stick. But it's it's just, it's a salt bomb, but it's so good. And I just like, so I've been eating those bags <laughs> of chips at, all, at work, and I'm just like, but then they have the hot ones, and I'm like, ugh. Yeah, we don't like the hot ones. Yeah, yeah. Did you listen to that song yet? No. What I was obsessed with last week? No. Okay. Whatever. What's the point of me bringing it up then? I think it's because I forgot. (laughs) But is it a stereotype that we like Megan Thee Stallion because she's a strong black woman and gays? Like, oh, that's a good go. That's a good segue, right? Just like riding a segue. That's a good. uh, 
Stereotype. Wow. I know. So that's what we're going to talk about this week is stereotypes oh. and how we feel about them and do we fit into yes. them. And you can't put Joe in a box. I mean, you can. But is that like a kink? <laughs> I I've never explored Is that it. a stereotypical kink? I don't know. Boxing? Oh, not well, boxing, but boxing. And then would somebody on YouTube then unbox, unbox you? <laughs> Glad Kitty. Unboxed by Glad. Let, let's get her back on and she can unbox me. Would I be like naked though? Or like... I don't. I mean, I guess that's up to you. This will it? be on our OnlyFans that we need to. Yes, to we'll have the Joe unboxing on OnlyFans. <laughs> you can write your story. <laughs> Only you can. So, um, like, what do you consider a stereotype? Oh, like the definition. Well, yeah. I mean, like, what, what, well, like, or what, what are some of the, what are some of what you consider a stereotype? Well, I mean, in general, like, the thing is, like, stereotypes are not the best, um, but like. The whole like Asian people can't drive stereotype, which I don't agree with. Um, but like, there's other st- like. I well, don't what know. about gay? And oh, well, in general, like gay. Stereotypes. Oh, there's plenty of gay stereotypes. I have ten that I wrote down. Okay, we'll get into them. I mean, I think it's. Is this the of- Joe feed top ten gay yes. stereotypes? <laughs> like- Unboxing. <laughs> well, and I mean, we were talking about this earlier, but like, I couldn't find anything online. Like yeah, because it's all research. like like scientific journals. Yeah, and, stuff. and like I would and if I wanted to read them, I could, but like I don't want to. I don't care about the statistical significance. Well, I was like a lot of them when I when I go to look at them, it's like abstract, and I'm like, what the what? Is the? That's the introduction. Basically. Oh, it's yeah. just called introduction. Well, no, because you have the abstract, and then the introduction, and then the methods, and then the conclusion, and then the discussion. Well, and I love that some people had like acknowledgments, like because they were like a thesis, oh, and yeah. I'm like. Do you really have acknowledgments on your thesis? Girl, That's so your, cool. You got to cite your sources and you got to MLM that thing. But like they were acknowledging, they were like dedicating it to their family, their husband. I was like, oh, on Maybe your they thesis. Can it to us. <laughs> you know, with um, with with uh, posts and stuff, people put TLTR, too lazy to read. That's kind of the abstract. <gasps> Is that what that means? <laughs> Oh my god! I did not too, know that. What that too long didn't read. Or too long, too long didn't read. I'm like, I did not know that. Is that's that what that, that means? means? Yeah. I am okay, so I was old. like, I, I was like, what is that? Well, and then have, it's like a sentence. That's a Reddit thing. We don't read it. We don't read it. Yeah, but like, I read it, but I don't read it. We should have like a whole episode of just like where we do we acronyms? break it down the acronyms for people. Oh my so god! So it's like because I did not know that. I know LOL. DTF is down to friend. <laughs> yeah. DTF down to friend. Yeah, that's exactly what it is. <laughs> I will never forget my mom. Oh God, this was like 15 or I don't know how many years ago. She was sending an email and in the subject title, she put FU for follow up. And I was like, mom. And she's like, what? I'm writing follow up. I was like, you just wrote FU? She's like, yeah, follow up. And I was like, uh, no. Uh, so. So yeah. Oh. Anyway, so stereotype, like, are you asking my definition of a stereotype? Well, like- I mean, like, we have, within the gay community, we have stereotypes, and within the world at large, they have what they consider their stereotypes for gay people. So, you know, we have, like, the gay best friend. Oh, I didn't even think of that. The, that was one, yeah. Yeah, and, like, the artist, and, you know, very flamboyant, or... I have that one, yeah. You know, and those are what started as a, as a stereotype for all gays, but then it's kind of like... As the years have gone by, 
there's a lot more stereotypes now that they didn't have before, like the muscle queen. Yeah, I was just going to say, disco. In the, in the, within the community, there are stereotypes that we have created right. as gay people. And for me, because I'm older than you. A little bit. I, I you know, was born in the 70s, grew up in the 80s and 90s. So I went through this whole, like, okay, the only thing I know about gay people are stereotypes that I see. Yeah. And on TV and, and film and stuff like that, it was always like the effeminate gay. Yep. The cowardly next door neighbor. Um, the villain. Yeah. You know, and then it was like, or somebody who's about to die a gruesome death. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And I'm like, um. Not great options. I don't really want to be any of these, but I guess <laughs> if I got to pick one. <laughs> and the worst part is, it's like, I'm Filipino too, so it's like I didn't see a lot of them. So the only one that I knew, and it was like in the late '90s, early 2000s, Alec Mappa. Okay. Um, and but even then, it was like you know the Filipino queen who can't really speak very well, always a maid or a servant, still very flamboyant. Mm-hmm. You know, the only I think the only one that he didn't play something like that was when he was on Ugly Betty, hmm. and it was like he was the newscaster. But he was still played off as a bitchy gay newscaster. Yeah. So uh, it's hard for me because it's like when I was growing up, I was like, oh, my God, do I have to be like this? That's what I thought, too, because it was like I saw Will and Grace and I saw Jack and I was like, is that what I'm going to be? But the good thing about Will and, Will and Grace is they did a really good job of like balancing it between Jack, who was supposed to be that funny gay best friend, and then Will, well, yeah. who is the more uptight, like supposedly more masculine straight man acting. yeah Finger, uh, what is this yeah thing? what air quotes air quotes it's like straight acting and it's like okay <laughs> but it, again isn't straight acting just another stereotype yes everything's a stereotype right because but also stereotypes are based in reality because they're mm-hmm. there for a reason yeah yeah you know well and then they're perpetuated by like being alive if that makes sense like it like if we see this thing and then we become that, then that just furthers that narrative. Or right. Whatever. And it's like, I, I feel like kids nowadays have it. And I'm not trying to like belittle anyone's experience or what they're going through and stuff like that. But I feel like they have a lot more to choose from and how they want to represent themselves. Oh yeah. They have all the access in the world too. Right. It's like, you've got love Simon, love Victor, you've got pose, you've got, you know, um, just a number of ways for them to see themselves projected back at them too like kids don't they can do whatever they want and it's like oh yeah you're just being a kid it's fine yeah so that would have been nice yeah (laughs) but i'm good you know and then it was like but also you didn't have back then it was also like um people spent a lot of times um hating or hiding themselves Mm -hmm. so like we all knew out john was gay Mm. back in the day but it was like so hidden that it wasn't supposed to be talked about, you know? So it's like, am, is that how I'm supposed to feel? Yeah. You know, that I have to hide it and stuff. So I spent a lot of time, like, not, like, trying to defy the stereotypes. Like, I didn't want to be the, the squishy I queen. I did. Yeah. I tried so hard because I didn't want to be that. I wanted to be able to know. I wanted to be masked. So, like, I felt like Clearly I Clearly, we did not succeed. <laughs> <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> I feel like I did a really good job of that. <laughs> Again, it's like I went from wanting to be masked as much as possible at what they, the stereotype of masculine. Yeah. Which again, you know, society puts upon us that it has to be this buff guy in really good shape 
with facial hair and then, you know, body hair. And then they come to find out that's, that's not my stereotype. That's not what I want to be. That's what I want to sleep with. Yeah. <laughs> and then that becomes a stereotype within the gay community. I know it's layered. <laughs> It's like it's, an onion. It is, girl. Okay, Shrek. Shrek. We always, <laughs> it, it, every couple episodes, it Shrek's back in. Well, so what are some stereotypes that you have that you've like noticed or identified? Um, so for me, I, I'll get into. I'm just gonna let you know. Like, I have learned to like embrace the stereotypes of whatever my personality is because uh, when I was younger. It was like, oh, I want to be masculine as much as possible. But then it was also like, oh, but if I'm effeminate and I make fun of myself, then nobody else can do it before I do it. Yeah. You know, so it's very, I find gay people have a lot of self-deprecating humor. Yeah. And that's based on wanting to. It's coping mechanism. It's a coping mechanism. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. So for me, um, I know I use my hands a lot when I talk. (laughs) <laughs> that's because you are like a, an italian-esque yeah i'm like the the view the viewers <laughs> the listeners can't see it but you can probably hear my hands are going all over the place see i i can't gesticulate because i'm in the you can't what I gesticulate oh <laughs> like what Consumate. you doing on, the, on my couch <laughs> i'm gesticulating consecration you are gesticulating all over this place i'm like oh, yeah. cut, 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 cut. Oh. <laughs> but for me, I use my hands a lot. I know that I do have um, sort of what they call a gay sound. <gasps> the gay voice. Yes. Have you ever watched that um, documentary? Yes. Do I Sound Gay? Yes. And it's a great documentary. Oh, wait. I've, I've seen something. I don't know if it was a full documentary, but there was a guy. Yes. Right? And this yes. is a couple, maybe like a decade. It's been a while. Yeah. yeah. It's been a, a little bit uh, since that came out. But it's great. But I know that I do have somewhat of a gay voice. Oh, same. 100%. And... The funny thing is, is that, and we talked about, like, customer service voice versus your regular voice, but, like, I also have my voices where it's like, okay, if I am at work, depending on who that person is, excuse me, who that person is, I might change it, because if I see somebody coming in, and they're, like, they look kind of, you know, blue collar esque mm-hmm. and a little bit more rugged, I might drop my voice down a little bit. Really? But... If I'm out somewhere and I see a girl and, you know, I might bring my voice up a little bit higher so that she realizes I'm not a threat or something. Yeah. I'm not trying oh to hit on her. Like compliment. <laughs> hey, bitch, you look good. Oh, my God. Hey, your dress. I love it. Go, bitch. <laughs> so so you, you change some of yeah, the... Ba- okay. Based on, like, because I don't want... Because I, I already think I have a gay look, too. Like, I might look gay. I don't know what that means, either, but that's another stereotype. Like, really? Listeners, Paul is wearing a bear sweater. <laughs> I love my bear sweater. And can I just tell you, I get a lot of compliments on this. And actually, this is Andy's sweater, but I'm kind of, like, just taking it over. So, <laughs> but people love this sweater. It's great. It was, like... Is it a grizzly? It's, it's a brown bear. <laughs> What's the difference? I, think it's a I don't know. But I got it for a couple of bucks at Old Navy a couple of years ago. Oh, I know. Deal. And see, that's another thing. Am I just feeding into a stereotype of Asians that because I always like a deal? I like it. Am I Asian? Because I like so, a deal. I mean, oh have you had Asian in you? <laughs> <laughs> Is the bidet Asian? Maybe. <laughs> Wait, hold on. I'm trying to think about that. Have I? I don't have know. I, have I, had Asian in me? <laughs> I don't think I have. But 
I don't know. Well, girl, don't go looking at me. I'm not. <laughs> the bidet is not Asian. Oh, okay. No. I don't think I've had. If it were Asian, the water would warm before it shoots out. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> they think of that. They're, but those are expensive. Yeah. What about you? Like, what kind of stereotypes well, do you think you, you hit fit on into? Some good ones. The ones that I like. So within the community of like the like the bottom stereotype, um, which I don't like because I think there's such a negative connotation of like being a bottom in the in the community. Well, it, oh yeah, there's this whole stigma I hate about it. it. Yeah, but you know the only stigma a stigma bigger. <laughs> <laughs> Good. I like you like that, right? Y'all can use that if you want. <laughs> but also, there's a stigma of like, there's a certain look to bottoms. Like they are small and they are, you know, a more stereotypical, of the weak, yeah. mm-hmm. you know, and it's like they're more the girly. So it's, I hate people ask that who's the top and who's the bottom. I know. Or like, who's the man in the relationship? Or who's the man in the relationship? I like we both are. <laughs> when, I, I remember I forget who asked me that but it was a straight person and I was like well who's the man in your relationship oh and he was like shade he was like what and I was like yeah maybe your maybe your uh, your girlfriend or wife is actually the more dominant one and she's actually the man in the relationship there you go he was like oh and I was like yeah see how it doesn't work like that yeah so you were saying Fuck you buddy <laughs> Clearly, we're over that. <laughs> um, we're not bitter about it at all. <laughs> get better, get better. Yeah, I have the uh, the gay voice. Um, also, like theater. Apparently, like everyone thinks that like if you're gay, you know all musical everything. Well, like because they all thought like because before the stereotype was is that you were in the theater or you were some kind of artist or something like that, and that has stuck. And let's be real, <laughs> it, it is based in some fact. Because so, I, mean, I will drop a musical number right now. <laughs> I think there's there's a spectrum because it's like I love musicals, but it's like I am not that like that far into. Oh, it. Oh, I am. I'm that far into it. Like I just don't have the awareness to it all. Because this girl came in today, and we're like, she's like twelve, and we're like, what kind of music does you do you want to listen to in the room? And she was like, oh, Disney, and then. Uh, I was like, okay, I'm going to put some Disney music on. And then one of the back texts comes out. And she's like, can you put Encanto on? And I'm like, yes, we don't talk about Bruno. No, 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 no. <laughs> is that a musical, though? It's yeah. got music in it. Every Disney movie is basically a musical. Let's okay. be real. Well, I mean, I'm thinking like like a Broadway musical. Right, yeah. But still. Like, but it could be a Broadway musical because it was written by Lin-Manuel Miranda. In, in, the, in the Disney formula, it will be a Broadway yes, musical. Yes, it'll become a Broadway musical. Don't worry. Uh, but I know I get what you're saying because we're all supposed to like theater. We're supposed to like music. We're supposed to love all the divas. So yeah, it's like, and I still I don't, don't care about Beyonce's new music. And it was like, how can you? And I'm like, how? I don't give Does a she shit. have new music? The Lemonade and all. Oh, okay. I was I like... Was like I'm waiting for Rihanna to drop a baby and an album. So she will be. Yeah, she's dropping the baby, but not the album because she's a billionaire with Fenty. Would it be funny if like she's pregnant and then when she delivers, they're like, "It's a new album." <laughs> I mean, it's been almost what 15 years. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, maybe 10. So, it- <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, so that the whole like theater thing, which feeds into like the artistic part or whatever, like and like. Like the designer, like you're uh, like, like a fashion designer, designer yeah. like a fashion person. And I was like, I do not have a fashion sense. Or a hair designer. I, what like, is that? Like your hairdresser. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? I am not that either. 
Just like, what was it? Uh, in Legally Blonde, one of my favorites is like the one guy in the in the beauty shop. He comes out and they're like, oh my God, are we doing the bend and stop? And I'm like, that is so gay. But I'm also like, okay, bitch, I'll live it for you. So, okay. Like, I know that you liked Q4s. And that was pretty stereotypical. Yes. But I loved it. Okay. So here's the thing. And I, I, I found this like um, quote from an article. And it was like, when people are named as stereotypes or made to feel like stereotypes, um, they become things. And it's easier to discriminate them because they're things. Oh. So I don't, I look at like Q-Force as even though it's very stereotypical, they had a wide range of yeah. the stereotypes. Mm-hmm. And I'm okay with that because as long as you're showing every color of the rainbow, like, let's do it. Mm-hmm. And they were okay with who they were. It wasn't, again, it wasn't something where it was like, it was a bad thing to be gay or to be this stereotype. It's like, we're just going to go full on into it. And I think that was like what some people had a problem with is their own internalized homophobia. Mm-hmm. Is that they don't want to see that back at them. Well, because they're afraid of accepting that's who they are. Right. Or when people put mask for mask. And I'm like, no, that's not. No. But I also think, like, if you you embrace the stereotype with whatever stereotype that you're... Like with Billy Porter, you know, he's decided he's going to embrace the stereotype of being gender fluid or being as gay as possible and wanting to be a man in a... And a skirt or want to be fully a man or I want to wear a dress or whatever. He's fully embraced whatever stereotype is out there that's put upon him. And he's now fully and freely living his life. Well, he's reclaiming it, it seems. Right. You know. And it's just like, you know, gays, just like their stereotypes, love labels. And so everything has to have a label. So, like, you know, within the gay community, we all have our animal labels. You know, like otters and, you know, and again, it's a stereotype of what should be, what does that mean? Well, I never, and that's the thing is like, I never figured out what, where I fit in on that. Cause it's like, I'm not like a muscular person. I'm not a twink. I'm like six feet. So like, I don't know where I fit in on that. I'm just like, I'm just me. I love it. Cause when I'll tell you, like when I was younger, cause I have pictures to prove it, I was a twink. No. Okay. I've gone through, like, my thing where I'm like... You've metamorphosized. I know. I'm not a twonk or anything. I was never a twonk, so I wasn't, like, a twink, but that was kind of, like, built, you know? But I was, like, a skinny queen, so I was yeah. like, okay, I was a twink, you know? And that was... And I went through that phase, and then I was masked for a while, and now I've kind of just, like, melded the two, and mm. it's kind of... It's great, to see that. Um, but also, you know, stereotypes and stuff are based on in history and in fact, because it was also a way for people to um, recognize you in the real world. Mm-hmm. You know, because if, but also they had their own signals too, like for that kind of thing. Because like gay men in like Britain. Handkerchiefs or whatever. Well, like, that, I think? Uh, handkerchiefs, I think, is like sex thing. I thought it was like if you have a preference. That was a preference. It was like you have a handkerchief and it's like a color. But it's a signal. It's a way of right. It's a signal of communi- communicating again. Yeah. It's like yeah, that that was one of the things. But it's like you know the handkerchiefs are like based on what side you put it on in the pocket, uh, which pocket you put it in is a top or bottom. The color um, tells you what you're into, hmm. um, that kind of thing. But like 
British men back in the day created their own language called Polari. So mm-hmm. they would know if that person was gay or not. Really? Yeah. I don't know how they got the language out there. <laughs> can I get a Rosetta Stone for that? A Duolingo? <laughs> you have the same thing today. It's just on media. So RuPaul, the banter of drag queens, that's all the same The same kind of secret code. Right. Girl. But it's also, but that is like based in um, like black culture. It comes from mm-hmm. a lot of that like language and stuff like that. But I think this was just a way of like signaling to somebody that, hey, you know, without being overt about it, so that people didn't think that you were this stereotypical gay, that this was a way of doing it. And then like people, like men in New York City used to wear red ties to signify that they were part of the gay community. Hmm. But it's also a way to not be so overtly stereotypically gay and still have people know that that's who you are. So, I mean, interesting, I'm, right? I'm giving you a little fact. I'm glad we've come, f- come f- a long way where, like, we can freely express ourselves. I mean, and not have to, well, in some parts of the country, not have to worry about being discriminated against. Well, what about, like, okay, so how do you feel about, like, straight washing? What's straight washing? It's people who want to be, because Pete Buttigieg was, or Buttigieg? Buttigieg. Buttigieg. I don't okay. like him. You don't? No. Buttigieg. Okay. Buttigieg. He's a pushover. Buttigieg? I call okay. him POP. Pushover Pete. Oh. Okay. <laughs> mm-hmm. And he's pop off. Pop? <laughs> what? What'd you say, Dick? Come on, share. But that's for another episode. Okay. <laughs> but people accuse him of being straight-washing because they, he's basically taken any form of being gay Away. that would signify that. Away uh, from what he presents. Well, that's kind of like what you said, like mask for mask, or like I'm straight acting, and it's like, are you, or you're just like refusing all of the other beautiful parts of being gay? But at this point, straight acting is just another stereotype. Yeah, you know. I mean, straight men are gayer than gay men now. <laughs> I know. Like and metrosexuals, do you remember are, those? Yeah. <laughs> like, straight men are taking care of themselves. They have skincare routines. And then gay men are just like, oh, no, we don't want to do that. So, like, we're going to be, like, gross. I know. It's, like, it's kind of gone full like, circle. It's, like, a 180. Like, uh, straight men now have their skincare routines. And gay men use, like, a three-in-one. <laughs> and let me tell you, I don't mind a three-in-one. Like, I, <laughs> I use the three-in-one. I, I do not. I have, like, a 12-step skincare routine. <laughs> A full-on 15-step. I was thinking about that the other day. I was like, oh, I only use, like, two products. And then it was counting. I was like, oh, my. I think it's, like, (laughs) 7 in the morning. And I'm like, she got to layer it up. Only three at night, though. (laughs) So, like, (laughs) only three at night? Yeah. What about in the morning? Like, 7 or (laughs) 8. Depending upon the day. If we need to exfoliate. Do you have to do that? Like, do you have to, like, do a skincare routine at night and then a skincare routine in the morning? I do because I am blessed with adult acne, and so I have to combat everything possible with that. Okay. Yeah, I just am like an oily bitch. And this (laughs) doesn't sound stereotypical at all. (laughs) Italian. (laughs) It's an Italian stereotype. Oh, yeah, a greasy dago. Yeah. (laughs) That's, hey, I mean, my grandma, like, was called that when she was younger. A greasy dago. Really? Yeah. Oh, gosh. She, I mean, obviously, that was a long time ago. But Yeah. Yep. Uh, okay, well, not to pivot or anything. but No pivot, gonna, yeah. Okay. Um, 
You know what? Another thing that I, I dislike that people have a stereotype about gay people is, is that we have a lot of sex and we talk about sex a lot. Now, <laughs> be as it may, this, we do talk about sex a lot on here. <laughs> but oh, here? that doesn't mean everybody else who's gay wants to talk about it a lot. I know? mean, it's like, you know, it, we, again, it's the journey. Right. right. We've got to give him everything. We can't just give you one note. But also people always want to talk. Like you were saying, like, who's the top and bottom in your relationship? Who's the man? It's like people always want to, like, especially girls. They want to label. They want to know. They want to, like. I don't know why, though. Like. They want details. Like. Yeah. Like, oh, is it dirty when you have sex? Like, um. Uh, it's always. Isn't it dirty for you? Have you stuck a dick in your ass? Like, is it having sex dirty, period? Yeah. If it's true. not, then you're doing it wrong. Is it even sex, though? Well, yeah. You're probably just, you're just soaking. <laughs> oh, God. Ew. I have a question for you, both. What? Is there a difference when a stereotype is applied within your community versus when an external person applies that stereotype? Um, I think, yeah. for me, yes. Because yeah. uh, within our own community, it's kind of like we, we try to, I guess... Like I was saying, it's like kind of like reclaiming it or um, embracing it. But when it comes from outside, it, it feels almost derogatory. Yeah. Yeah. You know, so it's like it, it again, it, it's just like any community out there, whether it be the African-American community, American community or the Jewish community or something, when they embrace those stereotypes, I think it feels different than if I was to go up to somebody and tell them. They're fitting into a stereotype. Yeah. It was like kind of wa- like we were watching Survivor, you know, and last night and there was that person who was very like obviously ignorant, but he was calling someone ghetto trash. Oh. And it's like that to me is a stereotype mm. and you're externally pushing that upon this person because of how they acted. And that's not okay, you know, but you can use it in a humorous way within your own community. Within the community, so I mean, it can go like I think within the community, it it can be derogatory. Yeah, agree. It's it's all about the intent, right? Right. If it's done to celebrate that characteristic, it's not offensive. But if it's done to define the person, doesn't matter whether you're in or out, it's still offensive. It's like bottom. Like again, I go back to bottom shaming, and I'm like, it's just like, why is that a thing? Like, you need two people to have sex, and one of them is going to be one person, and or one position, the other is going to be other. Like. Well, and anyway, you can't have gay sex without a bottom. Yeah, and guess what? So, like, <laughs> like guess what? there's a lot of power in you, being you, a bottom. Right, you, you hold get to choose. all the power. Yes, you get to choose whether the person's having sex or not. Right. So don't shame somebody for having that sexual position preference. Right. That's what exactly. I say. Thank you for coming to my TED Talk. <laughs> all right. So, so I, have, I have one that we didn't talk about yet. Though, oh, gosh, go ahead. Is that all gay people know each other. Oh my god, I love that. Or that we all, like, oh hey, like, I know somebody, like, you should date them. And it's, like, the only gay person they know. <laughs> like, I don't know them, but, like, let me look at their Instagram. <laughs> oh, wait, I do know that. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's Mary. That bitch. <laughs> like, so it's, like, kind of a little true, a little bit. It, you know, it, it's, it's funny because, like, when people used to do that to me, they're like, oh, my God, do you know so-and-so? I was like, oh, my God, yes, I see them at the meeting all the time. <laughs> 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 all the time, <laughs> Timer sounds like you're saying timer, but, like, 
Hey, I need a timer. <laughs> but, like, I love when people do try to, like, you don't know what I'm into. Like, yeah. oh, and then I fit into the stereotype of, like, an Asian man who only likes white guys. <laughs> Isn't that like, a t- that's a potato queen. Yeah, I'm a potato that's queen. That's a preference, not a stereotype. But there is a stereotype that Asians love white guys, yeah. and especially like, um, especially like within uh, Asian countries, there's this uh, stereotype that Asian guys like white guys because white guys have money and they buy you stuff and they'll you know, yeah, treat you well. Up, oh, yeah, give you me know. some money, bitch. <laughs> Let's do it. <laughs> I love a million dollars things. So anything else? Do you have anything? Want my list. You gonna, okay. <laughs> we talked about lots of sex. Um, partying, right? Did we talk about partying? No. Or like how all gay people just like party all the time. Party like all the they time? Just like, party like, all the time? All the time. 100% of the day. Wake up, party, go to bed, party. The partying while they're sleeping. You know, like the whole like going out and like clubbing thing. Okay. Yeah. So let me tell you. Tell me. <laughs> I used to go out all the time. <laughs> and I'm not even, like, that's another stereotype that I play into is that I used to go out all the time. Like, I would go out Tuesday through Sunday every night out to a different club. Mm. And then every other Monday I would go to Gay Skate. Gay Skate was awesome because it was at this roller rink and it was like a Monday night. That's almost seven days a week. I know. Believe me, girl, I know. Would so, you work and go, like, you were... I would work, then go home and change, and then go out to a bar until, like, 2 in the morning. And then work the And then work day. again the next day. <gasps> oh, my God. Like, that is basically what I did from, like, the age of 17 until, like, 24. Oh, but, like, I mean, hey, you had fun, right? I had a great time. Yeah. And it is a lot of fun. And I tell people, I'm like, if that's what you feel you need to do, then go do it. Yeah. I can't do it now. I can barely stay out. Like we we set out the bat signal and we went out for half. We're like everybody meet us at happy hour at Mo's. Blah blah blah. We get there. We're like an hour in. We're like okay, we're leaving. Okay, thanks. Bye. Isn't happy hour like five? Six. It was five. Yeah. So it was like five, and then at six o'clock, we're like okay, we're gonna get dinner and we're gonna go home. Okay, the Simon Disco. We stayed until eleven thirty. I was like, God, it's late. I know. It's like, if we stay out later than 11 o'clock, I'm like, we are freaking rock stars. I know. We're like kids. Like, oh my God, look at us what the kids are doing. They're like <laughs> staying out. But also like, there comes, I think the older you get, the more you realize like nothing really good happens later in the evening. Like the night gets sloppy very quickly. Like you've seen flicks. Yes. And riches. And all of them. It's and just anywhere. It's any gay bar. And it really. is just like the, when you're walking down. I mean, it's right here where you guys live. And it's like you're walking down. And you're like, oh, my. I always try to leave the bar at like 159. So, like, I don't have to see what it looks like at 2 o'clock when they raise the lights up. <laughs> and by 159, you mean 859. Exactly. I want to be there right when the lights go down. <laughs> so that I can be like, oh, oh, and then I can leave before everybody gets there. Yeah. You've got the space and no annoying people. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I that, yeah. And then, like, a little, another share type is like, Everybody drinks a lot and everybody does drugs. And that's, but that's accurate. Hey, like party. I, I mean, that's a totally different thing because like, I feel like, um, the party culture, like that's what if you thing. are part of the party culture, yes. it, it does fit into yes, that. But not all so. gays do a lot yes. of drinking. They you got do like a lot gays that crochet and cross stitch. I'm assuming. Oh, I'm sure that's a stereotype too. Cross stitching? Like staying home and like doing 
needlepoint and stuff. The, I swim, the swimmer guy does it. What's his Tom name? Daly. Tom Daly. Tom Daly. <laughs> he does that? He did, oh, that's right. He, he did base. a whole thing at the he, last Olympics, uh, right? When he was there. He, he, uh, he knits. He knits. Yeah. So there you go. I mean, part, okay. part of the stereotype. They see. Well, and then you have the the gay dad stereotype. I think too, like, right? Like daddies? No, like that. <laughs> oh. Like what? Well, that too. Gay, well, that too. Gay, gays with kids. Oh, dinkwads. What? Uh, what? Oh wait, no, 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 no. That's double income. That's no double income. No kids with a dog. That's d- oh. <laughs> <laughs> we are. We are. Uh, we are diwads. We're double income with a dog because we can't. Say we're dinks because we have three kids. Yeah. <laughs> just old. I like Diwads though. Yeah, fun. Diwads. <laughs> I'm, a, I'm a I'm a You are a Sinkwad. Ooh. You're a single income, no kids with a dog. Sinkwad. That's my drag name. <laughs> On that note, any la- anything left? No. No? Okay, so I'm going to leave you with something uh, that I thought was really cool that I read. And it was, um, it's, it says, whether gay acting or straight acting, um, the most important thing is the ability to choose how to act without being policed. Hmm. We need the space to freely and firmly be ourselves. And I truly believe that. So, that. you know, go out there, be who you want to be, be who be you firm. are. Be, a, be firm. <laughs> That's all and I heard. Be, and if you're going to be a stereotype, then be the best stereotype that you can be. Embrace yourself. Love yourself. Exactly. All right, everyone. Have a great week. Thanks. Special thanks to Andrew Smith and Nick Stone for producing the show. If you like us, please follow us at TUGazePod on Instagram and visit us online at TUGazePod.com. You can find us anywhere you can stream podcasts. Don't forget to like, subscribe, and let us know topics you'd like to hear. And always remember, stay safe, stay classy, stay sassy, and always stay a little bit trashy. See you next week.